welcome to this week's episode of Lex Appeal. I'm your host, Lexi White, but you can call me Lex. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I very genuinely appreciate it. I would also appreciate if you could give Lex Appeal a five-star rating on wherever you listen to your podcast and maybe send the podcast to someone that you think might actually really love it. That would mean the world to me. So this week, I've got kind of two points to this episode. One is kind of the overall main point, and then I've got, towards the end, just a small little, I don't even know if it's a point, but a little bit of advice, um, some encouragement that I want to give. But I think they're both equally important, even if one is maybe a little bit longer than the other. So I'm going to dive right in. So less than three weeks ago, I went viral on Instagram. I posted a video of myself in a pantsuit dancing around Grand Central Station in New York City. The video took me less than two minutes to make, but I loved it because I felt so confident. I made and posted the video because I felt sexy and like a badass. And when those clips were recorded, I was just having the time of my life with my friend Sarah as I was able to mark a photo shoot that I've dreamed of forever off my bucket list. Before I hit share though, I watched it back a couple of times and I just felt like it captured how genuinely happy I am in this stage of life. And truth be told, before my breakup, knowing what was coming, I really thought this stage of life was going to be a lot harder and a lot more miserable and sad than it is. But I've realized that I am now free and joyful. And that video was kind of just a visual representation of what I thought that I was feeling. It it just showed me that my thoughts on the inside are actually being portrayed on the outside, that they match. To be able to to act so silly and be carefree and confident enough to dance around Grand Central with dozens and dozens of people watching, it kind of just felt like a huge blessing. Because a year ago, I truly did not know if I would ever be completely and truly happy again. I was in such a dark spot that I just never, I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And watching this video It wasn't just light at the end of the tunnel. It was the whole light. It was all of the light. And and that's why I posted it. I felt confident. I felt sexy. And I felt like it captured my happiness. And that was important to me to put that on Instagram and let other people see that I am having the time of my life. And, And I guess on some level, I just wanted others to know that if they're going through it right now, that there will be light at the end of the tunnel, whether they see it right now or not, that you can look at what I've gone through and look at me now and know that it's going to be okay, that it might be hard right now. Because like I said, I truly did not know if I would ever be happy again a year ago, but here I am. This simple video that I posted for no one but myself now has... 35.5 million views. That is actual insanity. Like, I cannot wrap my mind around that number. I could have never imagined that that would be the video to go viral, let alone think that I would ever go viral, period. Like, going viral, like, never crossed my mind. That just 
was not on my radar at all. I went from a very tight-knit community of about 4,800 followers to 120,000 followers in a matter of weeks. I've gotten messages from others asking, how'd you grow this much? How did you do this? I want these numbers. And yes, the numbers are fantastic, but I know a lot of these people are not my ideal audience. If you've followed me for a while or know me personally or have listened to Lex Appeal previously, you know that my goal is to help and impact as many women and men, of course, as well um, as I can with my content and my podcast. And and that's why I do all of this. And those followers that I had before I went viral knew what I was about and they followed me for a reason. And that reason being because they knew what I brought to the table. So with all of these other followers that have come in, you know, I worry, am I going to be able to make an impact on their lives? So yeah, the numbers are fantastic. But my goal is what's important. Not whatever number that is, whether that's 4,800 or 48 million. I just want to make a difference. And I hope that these people that that have started following me over the last couple of weeks, see my content and and realize that hey, I followed the right person, that hopefully something I say or post or share might have a positive impact because that's what's important to me. So yeah, to all those questions that I've gotten about, you know, how'd you do this? I want these numbers. I cannot express to you enough that you have to do some soul searching and figure out what your why is. Why do you want that number? Why do you want people to follow you? What can you bring to the table? What do you bring to the table that you want and need to share with others so that you can make an impact? If you need help doing that, I cannot recommend Harley Jordan's course enough. It's called All Influence. I took that a couple months ago and it was a game changer. She is a huge resource and a mentor and I like I said, cannot recommend her course enough. Um, if you have questions about that, you can reach out to me and I'm happy to answer anything about that. But I digress, kind of got, got off on a tangent there. But but moving forward, you all know, I hope you know, that my goal is to help and impact as many of you as I possibly can and that I can be you know, someone who brings light and love and joy to your life. And that's why I do all of this. It's my passion. It feels like my purpose. Helping other women in whatever way I can, it lights a fire in my soul. It gets me out of bed every day. And while I know some of these new followers aren't going to be who my content is for, that's okay. I'm hoping that they may see my content and share it with somebody who it might help or it might have an impact on. So, So I'm not looking at these new followers as a negative, even if they're not with my specific niche or if they're not my ideal target audience Um, because we all know somebody that we could share a post with that say you know that we can say hey this reminded me of you or hey I think you should follow this person that's my that's my hope with with these new followers there are a lot of great and cool things about going viral but I gotta be honest with you there is nothing that can prepare you for the amount of hate that you receive. Nothing. Over the years, I've seen so many influencers, bloggers, celebrities share messages or comments that they've received from trolls to their Instagram stories and sharing those with with their followers. And I could not believe that some of them were real. I could not believe that 
any human could turn around and say that to another human until it happened to me. The only time I've ever dealt with anonymous shade was after my first year at Miss Tennessee when I placed third runner-up. In the pageant world, there are anonymous boards where anybody can go and post and comment anything that they want. Nothing off limits. (laughs) Those things should not be legal. Like it just is so degrading to these women who are putting their everything out on that stage and for someone to be able to go behind an anonymous board and talk shit about these young impressionable women who are just trying to get scholarships or trying to accomplish a dream or a goal of theirs. It's terrible. I had someone write comments saying that I had no talent. I had no business being in the top five, that my boobs looked like mama boobs, whatever the hell mama boobs are, and that the pageant must have been rigged because there's no way in hell that a first-time competitor should have ever been in the top five. It's freaking hurtful. Being on that stage is so intimidating and scary and empowering, all wrapped up in one. You are literally being judged on everything you do. And that's hard enough, let alone having jealous moms or other pageant directors of other girls try and tear a young woman down. It's it's just brutal. It's unthinkable. I felt very blessed back then to have my mom help me laugh about those comments because they did get to me for a little bit. But I was in such a negative mindset, struggling with anxiety and depression that if I hadn't had her support, I'm not sure that I could have let them go. So mama, when you're listening to this, just know how grateful I am for all your help so many years ago with haters and the trolls and just the negativity that people were putting out on those anonymous boards hiding behind the keyboards. That just, you'll never know how much that means to me. So flash forward to now, I'm in the midst of going viral the amount of hate I've received, the comments that people took time out of their day to put on my post, a post of someone they do not know, is baffling. When the video was just taking off, I think it was about a week after I posted it, all the negative comments started coming in. And I was trying to delete the mean comments because I was so embarrassed. I couldn't believe what these people were saying to me, or about me, and, and I just wanted them gone. I didn't want anyone else to see them. I didn't want anyone else to see people telling me repeatedly how disgusting and ugly I am, commenting on my body and how I need to get plastic surgery and a boob job, saying that I have no morals and that I'm a whore and that I shouldn't be wearing a cross if I was going to dress the way that I dress, that I needed to put clothes on. Mind you, I'm in a full pantsuit. I'm just not wearing a bra. It's crazy. I wear less on the beach, yet somehow I am dressed like a whore because I'm not wearing a bra with a pantsuit. The comments that really, really bothered me, though, were the ones that were talking about brutality. I had multiple people from other countries, men specifically, telling me that if I was in their country and I dressed and acted like this, that I would be beaten and that no one would blink an eye because I deserved it because of the way that I was acting and how I was dressed. Some other comments I got were that 
I wouldn't be dressed like this or I wouldn't be acting like this if I had a man in my life. I must have no dad. I must have daddy issues. And I clearly have no husband or boyfriend because they wouldn't allow me to act like this. You name it, it was said. I had multiple comments saying that Andrew Tate was right about women or someone asking where Andrew Tate was when you need him. And if you're unaware who Andrew Tate is, let me fill you in real quick. Andrew Tate is a man who was recently banned from all social media platforms for misogynistic comments uh, saying that women belong in the house to serve their men, that they shouldn't be allowed to drive, that their basic rights should be taken away, um, that they're men's property and that they deserve to be beaten. And if they've been assaulted, that they probably deserved it. Uh, It's horrifying. This man is horrifying. And the fact that he has had such an impact on other men is terrifying. That men feel that that it is okay to comment and even just have the belief of where's Andrew Tate to beat this woman for the way she's acting when you need him. It scared me. No matter how confident and secure you are as a person, those get to you. They take a toll. Two weeks ago, going into the weekend, I had only gained about 200 followers, so I was sitting right at about 5,000. By Sunday evening, I had gained almost 15,000 followers. And with those followers, obviously came more hate. I laid in bed that Sunday reading and rereading these comments, and I could feel myself allowing them to affect me, allowing them to take a negative toll on me, making me question myself, question who I am, if I needed to lose weight, if I needed to change my body, and just overall made me feel like I was just a terrible person for posting this video and for my actions. But the good news is, is that I did recognize those feelings and I noticed that they were not productive. And so I messaged several of my friends saying I could just feel myself getting into a bad mental place and that I was overwhelmed with the hate, no matter how many positive comments there were as well. And there were. There were significantly more positive comments than there were negative. But my friends helped me get out of that spot and they were encouraging and they were supportive and they told me that they understood why I would feel this way, but that I couldn't let it affect me. And I just feel so thankful that they were there, that I was able to recognize my feelings and be able to open up to them and to have their support in a moment where I was feeling really down. I also thought about how thankful I was and that I am that I went viral now in a time where I am completely confident in myself. And please keep in mind that I am not all confidence all the time, but I also know that that is normal and that is okay. I am thankful, so, so thankful that I did not go viral at any point before this, not a year ago, not three years ago, and especially not during and immediate post-pageant days. After pageants, I was struggling so much. 
with depression, with anxiety, with body dysmorphia, with disordered eating, with trying to figure out who I was after pageants or who I was supposed to be and what I was supposed to do. And I was seeking approval any place I could get it. So if I had received those comments back then, they would have destroyed me, fully destroyed me. And of course, like I said, at this point in my life, yeah, they're hurtful. They suck. They're really mean, but I am able to ignore them. Or if I'm feeling a little bit like a firecracker, I might be responding with a sassy snapback before I block them, (laughs) which is fun, of course, but it's also a waste of time and energy. And I am trying to get to that point where I just don't even look at them anymore. I don't allow myself to check my notifications because it's exhausting. It It was wearing me out. So all of this to say, your words matter. Your energy matters. How you respond to something you don't like matters. Even with me, how I respond to some of these comments that I'm getting, it matters. Because we all have heard the saying, hurt people hurt people. So what does that say about me if I snap back at somebody with a mean comment That person has no idea what I'm going through, and I have no idea what they're going through. So it doesn't make me any less terrible of a person if I come back with that kind of comment. We all have moments where we might be judgmental and feel like we have something to say about what someone else is doing or wearing or choices they're making, but is it really any of our business? If what they're doing or saying or wearing isn't harming anyone, what's it matter? If they look happy, whether you like it or not, why not let them be happy? Before you speak or type, stop for a split second and go type it out to your mother or grandmother. Would you press send? I'm guessing if we all did that, the way we speak to others Or the judgment that we're so eager to pass on to strangers would change. I think it improved drastically. We've heard it all before. It costs nothing to be kind. And of course, we've all heard the saying that our moms have told us once or twice or 5,000 times in our life. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Just be mindful of your words. Put yourself in that person's shoes. Allow yourself to stop and take a deep breath and maybe just think for a second, what is this person maybe going through? How can my words make or break them? How can they build them up or tear them down? And if it's not building them up, if it's not making that person better or encouraging them, it's a waste of your time and energy. It's a waste of other things that you can be doing with yourself, with your life, with your energy. So that's my first point. Just be kind. I wanted to tell you all the story of what's going on. If you wanted to see some more of the comments, they're on my Instagram. I did a reel last week, um, kind of responding to some of them. So you can check that out on my Instagram. But, But that's my first point. Just be mindful of your words. Be kind. And just be supportive. It costs nothing to be kind. And the second part of this episode is this. Ladies, 
you are allowed to wear whatever makes you feel sexy and what makes you feel confident, period, full stop. Just because you are a mom doesn't mean you can't wear a bikini to the pool or the beach. If you feel hot as hell, girlfriend, walk out there in a bikini because you know what? Your children are not going to remember what you wore. They're going to remember if you got in the water with them. I don't care what size, shape, weight you are. If you find an outfit that you feel confident in, screw what society says. Screw what anybody else says. Wear the damn outfit. Those people that say or feel, well, you dressed like that, so you were asking for those comments. Or, well, you put it out there, so you opened yourself up to it, are dead wrong. No, that's not how that works. You deserve to wear whatever the hell you want and feel absolutely freaking bomb. You're not dressing for anyone else. You're dressing for yourself. So don't give a flying you-know-what about what everybody else has to say about it. It's not their life. It's not their outfit. They're not the ones wearing it. If they don't like it, they guess what? They don't have to buy it. They don't have to wear it. Simple as that. Like I said earlier, if it's not harming anyone, it's not anyone else's damn business what you're wearing. Sure, there's a time and place for everything, but it's your life. You are beautiful and strong and confident and you deserve to feel like that every second of every day. Do your thing and everything else will fall into place. Allow yourself to step into your power, to accept your body, to love your body and feel confident in whatever the hell you want to put on. Step into the fierceness that will make you absolutely unstoppable because you deserve all of that and more. And if you ever need someone to remind you that you are a boss ass bitch, I'm your girl. You can always reach out to me anytime on Instagram. If you're not following me, I'm at Alexis McCray White. And please know that I am always in your corner. I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of Lex Appeal. I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to what's been going on in my life over the last couple of weeks. Um, I appreciate you guys listening to all the episodes and your text and your, your DMs. You guys, it means so, so much to me when you reach out and tell me that you loved an episode. I, it makes my day. Your words, they matter to me. They matter to others. So just be intentional about the positivity that you're putting out into this world. I will see you all right back here next Tuesday on Lex Appeal. I'm your host, Lexi White, but you can call me Lex. Have a great week. Cheers. Cheers.